queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Okay, I do have to say a fair warning before we get this whole thing started. This is going to be probably one of the feistiest episodes we have ever had. A lot of shit has gone down this week in wrestling. Not all of us are on the same page about it, but a lot has gone down. And so this is going to be feisty as fuck. Buckle up. All right. I'm going to start with what broke the internet practically on Wednesday and Thursday. And that is that we have a new AEW Women's World Champion, Thunder Rosa, in her adopted hometown, hometown of Sandy, uh, San Antonio, beat Britt Baker in a steel cage match. She is the first Mexican-born woman to hold a world, a, a women's title, major title in the United States, in a United States wrestling promotion. I personally am thrilled because the title need to get off Brit and no one has been killing it more in the world of wrestling, especially women's wrestling than Thunder Rosa. But Kayla, I know that you have issues with who took the title off of Brit and how everything went down. So the floor is yours. Um, I will say this. Um, Britt Baker was getting kind of a little too cocky for her for her boots. Like she thought she was better than everyone. Yes, she needed to lose it. Um, am I happy? Am I happy for Thunder? Yes. Um, because I've seen her in the ring on AEW Dark, and she brings fire to that ring. She brings it. She's one hell of a wrestler. And I have no issues with her. Um, I would actually, if you ask me who my top five favorite female wrestlers on AEW would, she would definitely probably be in the top five. Because, I mean, she's one hell of a wrestler. Can, I, can we pause yeah. this real quick? Because you're wrong, Kat. Raquel Gonzalez is Mexican. So you mean for AEW? Me- Mexican-born. Mexican-born. I'm pretty sure she was born in Mexico, but I'll double check. But I think you're wrong. She, she's from Rio Grande Valley. Rosa was actually born in Mexico. So I saw it on a tweet, but I'll double check as well. Kayla, go ahead. But anyway, I have nothing against her. Um, I'm happy for her, but I'm not because I will admit um, I was going for Rip Baker to retain only because. I believe she she did deserve it, but not right now. Because at Revolution, I found out that a match was to be a number one contenders match to go up against Thunder for another chance at the title. And that was Chris Statlander versus Leela Hirsch. Well, guess what? Motherfucking Leela Hirsch had to fucking cheat with that fucking turnbuckle. So Chris Statlander, once again, got fucking knocked out, not getting a chance. So that's what aggravates me a lot because Thunder Rosa was ranked number one, but not undefeated. Chris Statlander tore her ACL, came back, got ranked number one, went undefeated, 
dominated it. Worked her ass off making sure that Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy didn't get their ass beat every day in that ring, regardless of the situation. She had her back. She had Wheeler's back. Worked her ass off, only to go all out and lose to Britt Baker. And ever since that, she's done put people over and put people over and put people over. Now, if the outcome would have been different, if she would have beat Leela Hirsch and going up against Thunder and Thunder would have beat her in that contenders thing, I'd been a little bit happy about it. But why are you honoring fucking ranked number one members now and not do it in the past for someone that's literally worked her ass off? My calculation's correct. Don't get me wrong. Sheeta, great wrestler. Nyla Rose, I've gained to love you. Even though you're a heel right now, and sometimes I just want to come through the TV and strangle you and Vicky sometimes, but absolutely love you. I, you know, you got my support. You got my respect. I love watching the ring because you're definitely the native beast for sure. Rio, or yeah, Rio, the first ever one. Great. But Britt Baker came in fourth in that position. She was one of the pillars. So you mean to tell me I got to, now that Thunder has it, you mean to tell me that I got to wait two more people's going to get and Chris Statlin will be number eight or is she just going to follow the uh, bricks of everybody else? I am just sick and tired of people that work their motherfucking asses off only to fall to newcomers to the company. And that's not fair. It's, I know life's not fair. We can't get everything we want. But the ones that know me, everyone says, why do you care so much about what happens to Chris Statlander? I'm going to back it up and I'm going to relate to something. The ones that know me, WWE, my all-time favorite is Natalia. Promos, um, backstage segments, matches, beating someone's ass, teaming up with other people just the fact interviews that's what lights me up chris statlander is my aew natalia that's why i want her to be pushed that's why i want her to have her opportunity to show who she is and i really hope this new storyline of hers because i've seen i saw her match well it wasn't her match on rampage it was red velvet versus leela hirsch Guess what? Leela tried to turn that turnbuckle. Britt jerked it out and sat there and held it. The new change, she looks damn good. I'm hoping this is proven. I don't care. I have, I, Jade is what, 20, 20, 20 and 0 right now? 29 and 0. I think they're going to make her take it to 30. And I think after that, she's going to say that little comment. I'm beating everything, everybody back there. No, you have it. You haven't touched Chris Statlander. So I'm hoping this new gimmick brings her to the top, regardless of what happens. Thunder, hold on to that title, honey. Because if I really could write creative on AEW, Chris Statlander would be the one to take it off of you. And I will say this, congratulations. I have nothing against Thunder, but I just, and she does deserve it, but I just felt like a little bit longer. That's, that's all I ask. I ain't got nothing against her. So, um, hell, uh, we might see Thunder Rose or Britt Baker. Thunder Rose or Britt Baker at this point. Who knows? You know, so I don't know what's next for her. But um, keep it warm, Thunder. I mean, you're going to lose it eventually. When? Who knows? But you got a lot of heat underneath that little uh, high-raising, high-raising, high-flying, thundering ass of yours right now because everyone wants your ass when you're an AEW Women's Champion but <laughs> I didn't go on far as much of a rant and cussing as I wanted to but I just wanted to speak my mind but I will say this congratulations Thunder Rosa I can't say it even more but someone's coming for you so honey Thunder Rosa you're gonna get thunderstruck <laughs> <laughs> okay so so your big issue, so your main issue and everything was uh, the ranking and the undefeated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they never, they never 
cared about it. Not even from the men. I've noticed that. Yeah. I, 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 and, I, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to start honoring it. Really? Now they're switching it up. Look how long it took Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to get those damn titles. Exactly. So it's and, like, so, so basically it's like going back. So it's like, basically you're saying like, if anyone should have taken it off of Brent, it should have been like what we call like a AEW original. And everything because it's exactly. like thunder. they didn't give it to thunder like even even back to the match when she had with leela hurst at revolution she lost that because leela couldn't keep her fucking hands off that damn turnbuckle had to fucking cheat because she knew she was getting ready to lose and that's another thing that turned around and pissed me off when i found out it was a contenders match once again she didn't get that opportunity now she would have went up against thunder in that match and thunder would have beat her for the chance at texas that i would have been okay with it because that was another opportunity Right. I might have said Thunder Rosa, you know, because Chris is my girl, but which I wish I could have gone to Richmond the day and met her. I didn't feel like driving six hours after work and coming back after work last night. But um but I'm just saying, and I mean it's just I feel like my issue is they're pushing her up there, giving her matches and stuff, only to fall short. Kind of something kind of see what wwe's doing a little bit they push you push you push you and then you just fall short yeah and then it's like i mean back up to all out i literally thought that statlander had it against Britt because yeah he speaks but very rare but when orange yelled at her get up stat i you know that momentum and it just had you had that vibe like she's gonna get it she's gonna get it right and it's just that thing is I just feel like they're making her fall short. Like back to the TBS championship. She fell short. She was first round. She got the last round. She once again, Ruby Soho, nothing against Ruby Soho. Another newcomer in the AEW took it away from her. She didn't even get a chance to go against it. If she would have got to the finals and Jade beat her, let her be. Might've cussed Jade out because I'm not a fan of hers, but it's a fact she got that opportunity. She got the fight for it. She didn't even get out of the first round. Right that's my point you know she ranked undefeated um ranked number one undefeated worked her ass off thunder rosa was not even undefeated but ranked number one and it's like hey let's make her champion okay sure i do have to agree with you on this one thing i love chris's new gear she looks hot she looks hot as hell jester you have any kind of follow-up for this do I have any follow up for this? Yes, actually, I do. I don't appreciate every fucking women's match in AEW when it comes to the championship lately or any match between Britt and Rosa always having to be a fucking bloody match. Let women wrestle without fucking weapons, you fucking assholes. I'm sorry. I am so sick of blading. I am so sick of this hardcore shit. I, I, if I wanted to watch death matches or bloody matches, I'll watch the Kirks. They know how to do it properly. But seriously, I am tired of this. I, I, and to me, that's not professional wrestling. That's, um, what's that word? What's that word? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's called sports entertainment, you dumb fuck knuckles. When you have to have all these gimmicks and all of these weapons and cages it's called sports entertainment. Stop lying to yourselves. A dog collar match? That's sports entertainment. That's it. That's all it fucking is. A cage match with all the weapons? Yeah, that's sports fucking entertainment. If you want to watch real pro wrestling, go watch New Japan. I'm just tired of it. I will give Jay credit she doesn't have to have those matches and even though she sucks in ring ruby rio shida nyla these matches are not necessary and i honestly have the same feeling that you're just gonna see thunder and brit constantly going back and forth for the title and they're just gonna shove every other female back in the proverbial closet their ranking system is trash for men and for the women. Agreed. Uh, let's see. Tony Khan just needs to lay off the cocaine. 
they need to stop hiring people and they need to stop saying, oh, we're going to be working with this promotion out of Japan. You guys don't even use who the fuck you have backstage to begin with, especially the women. And now you want to bring in more male wrestlers? And not to cut you off, right before we went on air, I saw something that Tony Khan made a comment that he wants to make Ring of Honor once a week event on live TV. That's not going to happen. Because I'll tell you why that's not going to happen unless they put it on HBO Max. Because they're going to put the Briscoes on and Warner Media does not want the Briscoes on their TV. Even though uh, the Briscoes apologize for their homophobic comments, bitch, you can apologize all the motherfucking want you want to. You can have Effie saying, I forgive you. You can have other fucking queers say, I forgive you. This fucking queer says, fuck you, homophobic, Seaford, Delaware, motherfucking chicken fuckers. Go back to lower, slower, work in your chicken farms and shut the fuck up and never grace my TV again. Because guess what? You're still brandishing that fucking Confederate flag, which to me says you're a racist, transphobic jackass. Uh-uh, motherfuckers. That, that's, that's a no for me. And that right there, if he puts them on TV, I will lose every fucking, any respect I would have ever have had for Mr. Tony Khan. Because the Briscoes are a bunch of pile of pieces of shit. They look like they cousin fuck and everything. I'm sorry. I have no respect for the Briscoes. No fucking Way respect back. for the Briscoes. I really noted. I, I've never been too fond of them either, so I'm right there with you. Like, I, I am so happy that I get to watch FTR beat the ever-loving fucking shit out of them. And you guys you know. know me. I, I have been an FTR fan for a long-ass time. Ever since they came to WWE and NXT, I've loved FTR. And I love their feud, like, with the Usos. But... I feel like they've downgraded in their feuds. Like the Young Bucks and now the Briscoes, where they were having daily feuds with the New Day and the Usos. And probably now they would have gone against RK Bro and Street Profits and Viking Raiders. You know, I know the tag team division in the WWE isn't as good, but at least there's actually tag teams. And when's FTR going to get a chance to go back for the titles again? Don't they? Aren't they ranked high too? Uh, I honestly, I'd have to, I'd have to check. Ranks. But I, I, I know they were ranked at the top for a while. So oh, it's yeah. like, it's like you know, why are these? You know, why are? Is while I agree that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Lucha Express, deserved it, but it's like you know, again, I don't even remember like the last. Yeah, they were maybe once. That they've been defended, which was at Revolution, that just passed the tie titles. They they defended them on Revolution, and then it's like once or twice, like on Dynamite and Rampage and stuff like that. But it's like it, it, it's been a few, but not too many. As of to answer your question, as of March sixteenth, FTR is ranked number five in the tag teams on AEW. Which, if you want to do that, I don't even. There's out of the team that's ahead of them, I wouldn't even put any of them ahead of them except for hell, not even one. Which number one ranked is John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Eh, Dark Order, no, hasn't been doing shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Then it's then it's Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. The Gunn, yeah. Next is Private Party. Pass. Pass. Anthony Bowens and Matt Castor. Oh hell no! Pass. Pass. And then it's uh, FTR. So FTR is five. And then, of course, the champions and ranked actual officially number one at seven and zero oh is Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. FTR can out wrestle all of them blindfolded and one arm tied behind their backs. How They're... the fuck did she get ranked that high? What the? F- I'm sorry. Oh sorry, shit. Oh shit. Okay, I'm I'm closing this out before it pisses me off more. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jolie. <laughs> Tony Khan, fix your fucking rating system because the FTR How is the way... How the fuck is he up there at number three? Why is he... Who's right. number three yeah. and for what? Fucking Sammy Guevara is ranked number three in the male's ranking. Apparently he's good at sucking dick. One is Warlow, which I can... I can deal with. Two is Lance Archer. Mm, yeah. Who hasn't done shit, though. Number three is Sammy Guevara. Number four is Adam Cole. And number five is Dan- Dante Martin. To be honest with you, I, if I only had to say out of those five, um, out of those, Dante needs to be up. He's done more than anything else. So, but. yeah. Wardlow, Dante, and then everyone can kick rocks after that. And then the rankings for the women. 
really? Okay, Thunder Thunder Rose is number one. We knew that. Serena Deb is number two. Leela fucking Hirsch, Hirsch, whatever the fucking bitch is name is, Turnbuckle bitch is number three. Anna J is number four. Then Red Velvet's number five. Red Velvet needs to be up more. Uh, all right, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like Jolie said, Tony Khan, fix the fucking rankings and learn your people's background and shit. I, I, AEW confuses the ever living fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it either. I really don't. It really does. I mean, I know WWE puts on some massive piles of shit and I get it, but can, can y'all know that the internet buzz on Cody alone for this past Monday night? Like they had such a high kick up for that last half hour because people thought Cody was going to show up. Which I read it was his it was his intention for them to show up but since Scott Scott Hall passed Vince McMahon did not want to take that spotlight and overshadow the return of Cody over Scott which I understand. Okay. So I think they're just going to push it, push it, push it towards WrestleMania. Uh, Seth's going to be out in the ring and bitch and bitch and bitch because he's not on the match card as a competitor. And I think they're going to have a surprise show up like that. That's what I've heard. But I they think should, that's they, they should have Seth pull a Cena. <laughs> Call like, somebody else. <laughs> no, 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 no. WrestleMania New Orleans, 34. Yeah. Cena goes in, buys a ticket, sits with the fans, hangs out with the fans. Oh, that's and, right. That's right. That's right. And then finally, you know, he, he the Undertaker does show up. I think that'd be like, you know, just see or, him within the fans or amongst people that, you know, that they can, you know, protect him with. Oh, that's right. He heard that Undertaker was in the building. So he jumps up out of the ring and starts bolted to the back, bolted. So I, I think, you know, that would be kind of awesome. Like, you know, like a, Kind of an homage to the GOAT, John Cena. But um, speaking of Scott Hall, oh, shit. We went from feisty to sad. Yeah. Let's not think about that. No, no, we we have to honor Scott. I know, I know. But don't worry, I'm going to get feisty once we're done this. (laughs) Because there's a certain certain favorite wrestler of mine that I'm about to go off on. But um, Scott... You know, I for the longest time thought his ass was Latino when he was Razor Ramon. My mom loved him, and she didn't like the heels, but she loved him. It, it was it was sad knowing that they were taking him off of life support, and people were asking all day in one of the groups that I was in. You know, when will we know? And I said, "Listen, we can pray for a miracle, but that's all we're doing is praying." Yeah, it could be a minute. It could be hours because we've taken, I've taken, I've seen somebody get taken off life support before. And it's, it's a horrible feeling to just sit there and to watch and just to wonder when is it going to happen? Um, when my mom passed, we honestly thought she was going to go within a couple of days. She lasted a month. Uh, she passed away on April 1st, April Fool's Day. WrestleMania, Detroit, I believe. So I, I remember that date vividly because I got the priestess. But like we thought, you know, she would have gone a long time ago. People can last when they get taken off the of life support. I am just, and people were freaking out when they saw the thing on WWE. And when I saw it, I just, I lost it because, you know, it's just, it's another connection to my mom that is now gone. Um, like, you know, even though I despise Hulk Hogan for everything that he is, when he goes, that's another connection. Uh, and you know, cause I try to, when I get a chance to meet the older wrestlers, like when I did with Ted DiBiase and Cody for his father and Charlotte for Rick, even though I hate Rick right now, you know, I thank them for giving me that relationship. So watching Scott passage is like, I lost another piece that I have with my mom so yeah it's just you know, that was that was very tough watching that and I I feel for all of the the, the fans but I more feel for the family but I'm glad they got to be there with him so heaven's gonna be one hell of a place oh wow yeah 
Except, you know, some... Oh, God. Could you imagine (laughs) Eddie Guerrero versus Scott Hall as Razor Ramon? Like, somebody said, Bobby Heenan's probably yelling at St. Peter, watch the pearly gates, he's going to melt it down to a necklace. I saw that, I cracked up laughing. (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) That's funny. It threw me off at first because it's like some people hadn't heard yet and they had the big, the thing at the beginning of w, of uh, Raw and I, I watched it kind of late, but I was like, wait, 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 wait. They hadn't even announced it yet. And then I saw X-Pac's um, tweet and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, apparently because uh, Sean Ross said that the WWE got permission to put that up there. Okay. And then... You know, people were like, where's the video package? And somebody literally said, it just happened. And when they had the video oh. package at the, like, towards the end of the mm-hmm. show, I was like, see, can, can you guys just fucking wait a minute? Like, you know, video packages don't happen just like that because, yeah, like, what, what do you think? The WWE has death packages on standby? I know, right? <laughs> But it's like, did y'all see that clip where it's like it was showing KO in the ring while they were showing the video package? And then he was like going, why are they showing this? It just happened and everything. So it's like, it's like he, it's like he may, thought they maybe should have waited on that. But, and, but it's like, you could see like his, his emotion with that. Hell, Corey Graves looked like he was about to lose it too and everything. It's just like, this was such a huge loss. And word to the wise people, not Every loss requires a ten ten bell salute. Yes, these people are dear to us and everything, but it's just like because I saw one tweet like, well, "Where's the ten bell salute?" I honestly haven't been doing that in a while. They've been doing the in the memory and then the packages, which, to be honest with you, I kind of like a little bit better because you get to see their history and stuff. The only real time that they do ten bell salutes is when it's either significant moments and. While Scott Hall is was a very integral part, you know, while yes, he does deserve 10 bells, he'll get it in some way, shape, or form. And I do feel that, um, hey, Ricochet, you're not doing anything. Why don't you go yes, to Vince? Yes, yes, yes. Why don't you go to Vince and say, you know what? I don't care if I lose this title. Get me five competitors. Let's have a six-man ladder match in honor of Scott Hall for the Intercontinental Championship, and they can be from Raw, they can be from SmackDown, they can be from NXT. Hell, you can have X-Pox join us. Because Kevin Nash's quad is just going to blow walk. <laughs> the running joke that his quad always breaks when he walks down a ring. You know, just just something. Uh, I, I just... I, and... I feel like we they do need to honor him. And to me, if they did an, an intercontinental title ladder match in honor of Scott, or even if it was like, you know, a ladder match for a, champ, a chance at the intercontinental championship, just in honor of Scott, since when you think of Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, that is the first match I will always go to. Him versus HBK for the intercontinental championship best fucking ladder match ever and that's coming from somebody that loves the hardy boys i'm tweeting i'm tweeting ricochet right now <laughs> while we while we're speaking kayla you want to add anything before we go on other than um he's definitely gonna miss dearly um and like we stated there's definitely there's a lot of good legends up there now i can only imagine what's being prepared now so um yeah you'll definitely be missed and our prison thoughts go out to hall and all his friends and family so Mm -hmm. but i actually i actually kind of agree with julie on that have ricochet do some kind of honor or something in his memory you know make it you know spice it up a little bit ricochet if you lose it buddy i'm sorry it'll be okay um you might get it back later on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Heck, go challenge Finn for the United States if you really desperately need a title. There you go. <laughs> oh, speaking of Finn, I want the demon at WrestleMania. 
<laughs> all right. So, all right. So let's get feisty again. And I know I didn't, ha- I don't know if this was part of the topics I had planned, but Jolie, you said you were going to get feisty about one of your favorite wrestlers. Hey, Jeff Hardy. Ah, Go fuck okay. yourself. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I've been treated like shit in all my other fucking jobs, but you know what? I don't fucking walk off like a little bitch. Yeah, I read that. What an ass. That was the biggest fucking dick move. And people were like, well, you know, WWE, he was in line for a fucking title match with Roman fucking Reigns. He beat Karrion Cross, which really pissed off the boss lady. He should have been fired back in 2019 when he was found to be drunk in public. WWE owed him nothing, and they got him healthy multiple times. Okay, so he was sad and upset. He could have done what Tony Storm did. Smiled, did her match, gave the crowd some love, packed her shit and left. Like an adult. And then made $10,000 on OnlyFans in a day. Good for her. That was, that, that's, that just doesn't, that isn't just a slap in the face to the fans and, you know, a big F you to Vince McMahon. Your coworkers who fucking came out in support of you after this and after you got let go. And you basically just said, well, I, I did my job. I'm done. I'm gone. And you wonder why people thought you were fucking high. And now you, you, you go to another wrestling company that seems to be very laxed on shit. Because, I mean, Jesus Christ, no offense to Mox, but they let him go in the ring drunk off his ass. So we, we, you got a, a job that has a, little bit, a lot more leniency than WWE did towards you. So... You became, see, you were intercontinental champion when you came back. You beat one of the biggest stars in NXT. You were in line for a title shot against Roman Reigns. Hell, I think even Edge was pushing for a match with you. But you basically said, you know what? Fuck WWE. Fuck Vince. Fuck what they've done for me. I feel bored. I feel lost. Yada, yada, yada. Guess what, dude? That's every fucking adult in America. That's every fucking working person in America. Seriously, you think we want to go to dead-end jobs and not be able to pursue our dreams, but you know, you, you get millions and off the backs of your fans who buy your shit and support you? Oh, because you got an action figure with fucking face paint on it? I don't care if I piss anybody the fuck off. This is how I feel, and I should be allowed to say what the fuck I want to feel. And... I just, I I will never watch you in AEW. And honestly, I hope you never get inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame with your brother, Matt, because to me, you don't deserve to be in the WWE Hall of Fame because after all they've done for you and for your brother, you basically said, fuck off. See, at least Matt didn't re-sign his contract and left as an adult. You left like a fucking child who had his toy stolen. Fuck you, Jeff. Make a um, little funny thing, kind of bouncing off the whole Jeff. Have you are you caught up with it, Cat? So you know he saw his debut and stuff on there. Darby Allen's facial expressions, or <laughs> right? It was like he just like, what the fuck is this? We don't need another face painted idiot here. <laughs> Like, who is this? But yeah, even even when even when um I think they have a match coming up on Dynamite where they're teaming with them. But even after the second night, when her hitter, you know, just seeing Darby's facial expressions just kind of made me laugh. He's just like, "What the fuck?" Then he looks at Sting, and Sting's just like, "I don't know." <laughs> Sting was probably like, "Oh fuck, this asshole yeah. again." Great, I got to deal with the Hardy Boys again. It's probably. Is he fucking sober? Because guess what? And I will put this out there every fucking time. It doesn't matter if he tested negative for drugs. If you are drinking and you are an addict, you are breaking your NA clause. 
you've gone back to day zero, motherfuckers, because you cannot do anything that is addictive. Technically, him wrestling is addictive. Technically, Matt Hardy has a fucking sex addiction. Look at as many kids he's got. I'm sorry. You you can't you to to break an addiction, and I say this as somebody who's actually studied this and who's who's done a little bit, you know, of research on this, and just because it's just been weighing on my mind a lot because I am a self-harmer and it is March 20th, 2022. And it has been five years since I've harmed myself in any way, not punching the walls, not punch, not not cutting, not doing anything to hurt myself deliberately. Now I do get hurt on accident and that's normal because when you have pets, they just scratch the fuck out of you and you have to go, fuck, people are going to think I'm doing it again. But I understand the need to, to the addiction of that. So I, I do understand addiction and you really can't do shit that is just replacing one addiction for another because that isn't what it means to beat the mental disease that is addiction. You have to clean yourself physically. You know, that's the one thing I will say that I've always, even though I do not like him as a person, is the one thing I've always respected about CM Punk, Mr. Phil Brooks, is that he is straight edge. That he does do everything he can to be clean and sober. But with that being said, you have tattoos and that's kind of an addiction as well. Just saying. But yeah. You you never lose your addiction, and Jeff is a thrill seeker, and that's another addiction. It's a high for him, and you just have to be careful with that. And despite me saying "fuck you, Jeff," I never want him to do anything that hurts himself or gets him back in there. So, like you know, I would like I said, I will always wish him well. But the way you left WWE was a big fuck you to the fans. Fuck you to Drew and fuck you to Xavier Woods, who came out and spoke out on your behalf, defending you and, you know, protecting you and supporting you when you got let go from the company. Yeah, he just went about it like all wrong and everything. Like you would get fired if you walked off your job. Oh, yeah, and I'd be. Kayla, you would get walked off just being in the bathroom. You get fired for being in the bathroom too long. If I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, well, yeah, let's grow up, people. All right, moving on with the bitch fest for feistiness today. Okay, so there's been a couple of tweets out now about this. So there's been a little rearrangement in regards to what's happening with WrestleMania. So when made official. Rollins and Rose Cody is supposed to be on night two. Becky Lynch and Belair opening night one, which we kind of we kind of knew and figured and uh, totally agree with. If you called it, to yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's the newest of here's the. My bad. What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, so here's the newest development. Okay, so as of now, we were all under the impression read that. Night one was going to end with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Come to find out that it's now going to be the whole KO and Steve Austin segment, brawl, whatever the fuck you want to call it and everything. Okay, so Jolie, we were talking about this before the show started and everything. We understand, but you don't agree, right? Fuck no, I do not agree. And I don't even understand. I get it. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's a Texas fucking native. He's a gun-teating, rootin'-teating, beer-drinking bastard. But, motherfucker, he did not win the Royal Rumble. It says, winners of the Royal Rumble will main event WrestleMania. And with it being two nights, the men get one night, the women get the other night. So, motherfucker, please explain to me when Stone Cold Steve Austin lost his dick, grew a vagina, grew tits, 
and entered in the Royal Rumble and won it. Because last time I checked, it was Ronda Rousey that won. The baddest woman on the motherfucking planet, even though she's got her ass handed to her the past few weeks from Queen Charlotte Flair, who has a, an, infe- uh, uh, an affliction of using her best friend, Ken. So I, I would really love for somebody to explain to me why Stone Cold gets to close out a show when he didn't win the Royal Rumble. It's really not going to be a match. It's just going to be a, a stomp sh- a stomp fest. You're probably going to have The Undertaker, Booker T, JBL all come out and stomp the shit out of KO. This could be a middle-of-the-show segment. It doesn't have to be the close of the show. You're basically saying, fuck you, women. You guys had two WrestleManias. You're done. You don't need to close out the show anymore. Because if you're really going to make the women not close out the show, or if you weren't didn't think that... Rhonda and Charlotte could close out the show that it would lose interest. Then put fucking Bianca and Becky closing the show because that does have the interest. That is proper fucking storytelling. It's gotten even higher stakes and it's gotten even fucking better with all the back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, it, this is fucking bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. It's like the women who have basically put on a hell of a run and no matter what we say about Charlotte, no matter what we say about Rhonda, Rhonda, who's been selling her ass off, by the way, and doing a hell of a lot better job at, at doing her shit, you know, like, how can you not say that she isn't doing her job when she's been busting her ass? She's gotten better. I disagree with that part. Like, this is a better version of Rhonda than two years when she was at WrestleMania 35. I'm sorry. I said it. But Jesus fucking Christ. Don't take it away from the women for a fucking segment. Like, dude, no. Fuck that. That's bullshit. I think the only reason why they may have gone to this and everything because they see that Charlotte and Rhonda hasn't gotten the the response that they're looking for and everything. And they want to send everybody off on night one with a high note. Then make Bianca and Becky. Don't have them open the show. Make them close the show. Don't take it away from the fucking women. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, Vince, you're fucking wrong for this. Like, seriously. Extremely fucking wrong for this. And he can suck as, as many dicks that he can fit in his mealy mouth that he can. Ella, what do you think? I'm going to agree with Jolie. Don't, you know, I don't care, Stone Cold. So what? You're from Texas. Oh, whoopee-doo. Um, you're from Texas. Sorry, Kat. I know you're from Texas, but Texas is a 50 state like every other state. I mean, I'm from South Carolina, but it don't matter. I don't get pushed up towards everything else. Um, but no, they're taking it away from... Uh, the main event because you win a rest a royal rumble you made event wrestlemania but if you don't think charlotte and ronda's given the vibe or momentum that you want like joey says put becky and bianca there don't take it away from the female because female females basically works their asses off more than the men does i'm sorry they bring the fire they bring the heat they bring the momentum they just Hell, even some of the freaking promos we got going on those ring right now just just throw fireballs back at the men. And I'm telling you, yeah, I know it's script written, but apparently you're showing that you want the females to overpower the men at times. So don't take their spark. Don't take their, you know, moment at WrestleMania that they look every year to, you know, show. Sorry, Stone Cold, you're one of my absolute favorite legends, but Kevin... I like you as a wrestler too, but no, but I don't honestly do not agree that it should be the one that's take off the show. If you want to put anything up there, if you want to replace the female, put Seth up there, have Seth and then Cody's returning, put him up there, but don't, don't put it on stone cold KO show, ass kicking, can of whoop ass stunner, rattlesnake. And I don't know what stone cold's going to do. Throw some beer at Kevin, bring, drive a beer truck to the ring. Who knows? 
So, but yeah, don't don't take it from the women when they work just as hard, if not more, than the men. No, actually, I agree with that. If you're gonna have a segment, make it a match, not a fucking segment. Like if it was mm-hmm. Seth saying. Like, you know, calling hell, even if they had Seth come out calling somebody out and, and Cody just shows up and he says, I'll see you tomorrow night. Like, yeah, boom. People would show up the next night. They would turn in. But you got, like I said, I love Stone Cold, but still, unless he has a vagina and tits, he did not win the Royal Rumble. He's not a main event. I'm sorry. He's starting it out and that's the bottom line. all right so let's see this week's been a development with wrestlemania because it's like we've had some updates uh, other updates as well so the match between zane uh zane and johnny knoxville is now anything goes match so basically no dq they're gonna do whatever to each other so basically a jackass pretty much (laughs) all right and then uh to kayla's uh Kayla's uh, nightmare is coming even more true and everything because two of her favorites, Shayna Baszler and Natalia, have been added to the women's tag team title match. So she's got a, a huge dilemma on her hands. And then we have now have a raw tag team title match between RK Bro and the Street Profits. And from the stare down the other day, the Street Profits are looking a tad, tad heelish on this one. Also, they're thinking so about that. adding Chad Gable and Otis to that, making a triple threat. Ooh, okay. So that could get even more interesting. Hmm. All right, Kayla, what are you thinking? As far as Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, I can only, like Julie said, this is going to be the PG version of maybe of Jackass. Um, so I just just the different things that's going through my head right now that they're going to try to do to each other that but yeah I, I, that's the case I honestly think it's going to be interesting just thank god it was not for the title that you know originally thank god um but as it should be an interesting match who am I going for this as far as predictions that's when, when I do it I'm actually working on a crazy long article for the predictions and I'm trying to debate like this my prediction might wait I don't just don't give a care I really don't who wins I mean it's just for the entertainment we'll get to predictions um, next week yeah I'm still trying to get all mine down because I keep adding to it um women tag team match <laughs> okay we got clean uh, the champions Queen Zelina and Carmella Zelina is starting to grow on me um, but Carmella, she could have had a different person as her tag team, but then you got Naomi and Sasha, who are favorites of mine. Then it was Liv and Rhea. Well, originally, I was sitting there thinking, part of me, I was like, man, Liv needs this. She's the only one in this match that hasn't held any kind of championships. So I was like, okay. I want Liv and Rhea because I want Liv to have that moment, you know, have. Then a couple months ago, it was a one night only. Shayna Baszler and Natalia joined forces. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Queen of Hearts and Queen of Spades. That is, and then after that, it was a tag team that I wanted to happen. And then all of a sudden, boom, Friday night, it happens. And it's like, wait, what? Are you trying to kill me? Um. So, yeah, I am kind of torn about this one. Um, but if I just had to go ahead and just get, get put, throw a prediction out there of who I want, Natty and Shayna would actually be my runner up to win it because I want Liv to get a title more than anything. So, um, so I mean, she never got it with the Riot Squad. She had it twice that she could have got it with the Riot Squad. And she never and she never got it, even though she deserves it. So if she has to team up with Rhea to get that opportunity, then I'm all for it. But um at this point, sorry, Kat. Um, I I I do know Zelina and Carmella is going to end up losing it because I think uh they said they want to separate that tag team, which thank God. 
So mark them out of the thing. Believe it or not, I would be happy with any um happy with anybody in that match except for Sasha and Naomi. I don't want them on the tag team because they've had their opportunities, they've had championships. So um yes, Rhea has had championships and um title reigns, but this is Liv Morgan's spotlight. I'm sorry. That's that's my that's my opinion. This is Liv's moment. That's why I'm putting Shayna and Natty. You know, especially Natty. Natty is my lady. I'll go for her for anything. And then you add Shayna to the mix. I love Shayna. But they're my runner-up because I want that spotlight for Liv. So anybody but Sasha Banks and Naomi. Sorry. I will refrain from commenting on this until we do our predictions next week. Okay, what about the Raw Tag title match? (sighs) Truthfully, (laughs) anybody... I don't know. It's another swing around. Same people over and over again. Street Profits. How many title reigns? Don't get me wrong. I love the Street Profits. I I absolutely love them. Yes, we're lackluster on some of the tag teams, but Street Profits is getting another shot at it. Alpha Academy is getting another shot at it. Sorry, RK Bro proved to you that they can beat you in your own quiz master or whatever it was. You know, I don't know. And I've heard specta- uh, speculations that they're trying to break up Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Or Riddle. So I don't really know. So if it's a, I don't know. I to be continued. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, just the same thing over and over again. It's just, I don't yeah. know. Just, just get it out of nowhere. I mean, just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what happens after all to see if the Apple Academy does get at it and everything. But uh, yeah, they need to like kind of kick it up a bit. All right, Jolie, updates. What are you thinking? All right. Quite frankly, don't care about the triple threat WrestleMania Raw tag team match. Either way, it's going to be fire. Sami Zayn and uh, Knoxville, it's going to be an episode of Jackass. You're going to have Wee Man come out and attack somebody. And Hornswoggle may come out and attack somebody too. Who knows? You know, I swear to God, if we get midget wrestling out of this, I'm going to be so pissed. Um, micro wrestling. Micro wrestling. I'm sorry. Micro wrestling. <laughs> My bad. Micro wrestling. Um, and the Fatal 4-Way. Honestly, I think it's going to be fire. You're going to have Zelina turn on Carmella. And that's going to be a major downfall. You're going to have... You've got three good teams that could possibly win. Uh, but I'm kind of rooting for Sasha and Naomi just because Sasha fucking deserves a WrestleMania win. And I know Liv needs a title, but can can Sasha and Naomi win at WrestleMania and lose it the next night or that Friday? I'll be fine with that. Just give just give Sasha her WrestleMania moment. I'm tired of her losing. That's all. All right. Okay, so one more quick uh, prediction before uh, we wrap this up. And I, Kayla, I haven't forgotten about you. Uh, one more quick prediction. Uh, women's Dusty Cup Finals, uh, Tuesday. Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai versus Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. The choice is obvious, but we know who might interfere. So, Jolie... I gotta go with Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. I'm sorry. I love that tag team. <laughs> like, that, that is the coolest tag team in the fucking world. I do not care. Don't get me wrong. I love Kaylee and EO. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for those two. But hopefully the uh, Toxic Attraction tag team gets out of the trash in the, ca- uh, the, uh, the cage. Because Cora Jade really made those two her bitch. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was fun and everything. I'm actually rooting for Wendy and Dakota too because I think Dakota uh, Toxic Attraction is gonna interfere and cost EO and Kaylee Ray, and of course they're gonna pay dearly for it afterwards and everything. But it's like, no, I'm really rooting for Wendy and Dakota too. It's like I, it's like I'm really falling like I'm really loving Wendy Chew and everything. So, <sighs> Kayla. Hello, Kaylee, Kaylee Lee Ray in EO to death. Um, however, 
I'm very mad at those two because they knocked out two people that should be in the finals to begin with. So do that they beat Casey and Caden. I'm going to have to go with Dakota and Wendy, which I haven't really been keeping up with NXT, but I know what's going on. And like I said, I absolutely love this tag team. I don't know what it is about it. They're just, but yes, yeah, sorry, Kaylee, EO, you took my girls out. Somebody, the only team in the whole tournament that was actually original tag team from the first one. Right. Shafted again. So quirky and cute. <laughs> Oh, when, yeah, that's a, just want to put another spotlight. Please give them to me. I don't care. I don't care if they win them one night on NXT and turn around and lose it the next week. At least they can say we were NXT women tag team champions. That. We'll, de- we'll definitely have to see what happens. And uh, I wonder who did attack um, the Creed brothers. Hmm. Mysteries, 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 mysteries. Oh, no. <laughs> all right so before we wrap this up kayla you told us yesterday you have an announcement to make okay on the 100th episode i had announced that by end of this year we were going to launch our first ever app for the podcast oh yeah but way things are going still working a few things out actually will be sooner than that um as of right now the way everything stands if it continues to go smoothly it'll be out about august yay my birthday month (laughs) so i don't know exact date but it's actually i'm trying to get it pushed up a little bit more than that but um if it comes earlier or have to be later but right now everything like i said i'm still trying to work out because some of the links that is like if you don't copy them just right it'll go incorrect page it's like really so this is just a few little quicks but that's where i'm aiming towards august if not sooner but that's where we stand with that sweet sweet it's like queen's takeover app coming to you soon (laughs) all right so as i said earlier next week we're huge prediction show because we're gonna stand and deliver two nights of wrestlemania it's gonna be a crazy prediction show and I, I apologize now to Jolie because she's going to have to edit all that shit. The facial expression is like, oh, shit. You're right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all forget. Y'all forget. We also have to do a double episode next week. Because, yeah, because, because yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Cat um, will be partaking in WrestleMania. And I shall be partaking in Urpa Palooza for the cult classic show winona erp in columbus ohio so neither of us will be able to record and kayla gets the night off from recording Kayla'll probably be fucking working on saturday and trying to catch up with everything before sunday <laughs> so right. we're gonna have a weekend off and then we might be taking a couple weekends off coming up but we will let you guys know about that we'll when see. it happens we'll see no, we will then, be take. Well, we will we will be taking a couple weekends off in the summer because, number one, summer's kind of slow when it comes to wrestling. Number two, it's the fucking summer. Sorry, guys, we like vacations too. <laughs> um, so we'll we really haven't had we we really haven't had like a like vacation or any time off and everything because we we've because it's like whenever we take a weekend off, we've always done like double episodes and stuff like that. But and we don't we didn't feel that we should have a, you know, especially right after WrestleMania. Like no episode, we think that would kind of be a little bit. Eek. So we're gonna have you know some cool shit. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do our what we want to happen after WrestleMania. That is gonna be our show after right after WrestleMania because we're not gonna know. I'm not gonna know what the hell's gonna happen until I get home. So I have no idea except for what happens on from social media. And I probably won't even watch Raw that the night because I'll probably pass the fuck out from driving seven to nine hours. Oh, you're um, not flying? Fuck no. She's already okay. stated that. Does she ain't gonna fly? <laughs> she, was gonna fly to, she was gonna fly to Florida. No, Unfortunately, that was not my choice. No. <laughs> I knew it. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to drive and I regret not, you know, it, they're, yeah, I was going to fucking drive. Hell, next time I go to fucking atlanta i am driving ah but yeah i know it is yeah 
so yeah we'll do our lovely you know what the fuck is what the fuck do the queens want from wwe and what the fuck does the boss lady want from tony khan for aew right because i I could just have her rant on aew and i don't have to do shit because yeah that's my best episode like i don't gotta say nothing i don't gotta rant she's doing it for me Mm -hmm. just give me a little quick quick sneak peek um chris statlander needs to be your aew women's champion how we covered Um, that (laughs) and you know what just because of how much she's kicked ass thunder rosa needs to be the ts uh tbs women's champion sorry jungle boy luchasaurus i love you guys to death but uh best friends needs to be tag team champions um and for the hell of it, because he's been kicking ass and he looks great since he's came back after therapy, put Mox back up there as AEW real champion and let people run fucking circles around his ass, including Adam Cole. Right. That's a match I want to <laughs> see like crazy. Adam yeah. Cole versus John Moxley. Ooh. Just a little sneak peek. Man. But all I know is like the next month's going to be a little crazy and everything. Like predictions, recaps. We'll throw another challenge in there. Oh, and uh, we got to hopefully, we'll hopefully settle this, uh, try to settle or get more in-depth into this dispute between Russell Rave and the Kirks. Excellent. I'm, wor- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. On that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>